Welcome to episode number 11 of the, yeah, it's number 11. It really is. Episode number 11 of the All Walks of Art podcast. I'm joined today with Paul. Hey, Hi, Paul. Up? What's up? You know how you know who we have today? No, who was I mean, he's sitting right here. You should know him. I can't see the partition. Oh, well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest today, uh, Scott Collier. He's a, a good friend of ours, uh, really, really knowledgeable with uh, Star Trek. With, or, uh, <laughs> yes. See there? Yes. See? See what already he did? Already oh, got us oh, already got in my head. I love it that I've made that with happen. Star Wars. Star Trek. I'm not even going to edit that out. Mike, That's I'm happy awesome. to, happy to finally can, get to make it, man. Yeah, yeah, this is good. Fun. This is good. The episode today is really about the art of Star Wars, not Star Trek. You got Star Trek in my head now, and you're just killing me. I love it. I love it it's just funny. Seth my work here is done. <sighs> All right. So... <laughs> Man, I got off track and everything. You just you've been in the room ten minutes. That's awesome. That's all it took. That's so why we, we got a couple beers. Team. We are. We haven't team. even started drinking yet. <laughs> we like to throw each other off. I I didn't even do anything. Actually, I will do something. You know what today is? Yes. What is it? Sunday. It is Sunday. We're recording on Sunday, May the nineteenth. I had to look at the calendar. I just did. So I'm cheating. But May the nineteenth. It's not. It's not May the fourth anymore. But what is May the nineteenth? Oh yeah, it's the is it the anniversary. Of, You're close. Of uh, it's been twenty years. Twenty years, yes. Since uh, the prequels. Since, it. Yes, since yep. the big, the first first episode, episode one. Well, not really the first episode. We're not going to go there. I don't want to get anybody confused. Yeah, getting if, into episode. If you talk are not is confusing, right? Yeah, yeah. If you are not a Star Wars aficionado, uh, just know that when I say episode one, I'm talking about the th- fourth one. Yes, the Actually, fourth the fourth one that came out. The fourth release. Yes. Which is the Phantom, first yeah, of, the Phantom tri- of, Menace. The, of the series. Yes. Which, when you say fourth, a lot of people think New Hope, which yeah, is yeah, number right, four right. in line. Right. So I can see where people get a little yeah. bit it's, off It depends track. on how anal you're going to be about it, really. So. Yeah. Well, we have to be anal because even though we don't have a fact checker, somebody will correct us. Absolutely. So, which is what I want. So what are we drinking today? I've got I've got a couple beers here. They're both from Jackie O's, um, a, a really good brewery right here in Ohio. Uh, Paul, uh, what you got there? Mystic Mama India Pale Ale. I, I don't know about all this. We'll see what <laughs> I don't drink beer. I don't know if you know that, Scott. But I don't. I, I have heard that. I'm a I bad influence. That. That's, that's Mike, Mike's trying to steer you down the wrong path, isn't he? I drink some for the show. I'll do it for, you know, I'll do yeah, it for yeah, the sake yeah. of art right. and talking art. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. He usually leaves all of it. So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm messing. So the other one is uh, Jackie O's Ohio Pale Ale. Scott and I are both having one of those. I'm looking forward um, to this one, Mike. It, it is a good, good beer. It's an easy drinking beer. Um, let's see here. We're looking at uh, about 6% alcohol by volume. So it's a it's a decent little beer. I think Paul's got the the manly beer. I think it's over 7 I don't remember. Jackie O's is one of my very favorites. Almost everything I've ever had from Jackie O's has been fantastic. This is like being in a cantina without the music. That's not the right kind of uh, music. I, I mean, that's close, but it's <laughs> nice I wish, try. I wish you know, that's could a use good, it. That's a good uh, segue. So uh, speaking of the cantina, uh, what is it? The uh, When I was a kid, I had the... Uh, I, I got into soundtracks kind of at an early age for some reason. And mm-hmm. I had the, uh, the, uh, which one was it was the Jedi soundtrack and it had the song that they play when they're, when they're at 
uh, are they on the are they in the the big skiff or is it before they go? But they it's got the chick and she's got the big long nose and the mouth, the big mouth. Yeah, that's in the cantina at Jabba's Palace. And right? I love that song. Oh, yeah, but then yeah. they changed it on the re-release and it sucks. Yeah, the re-release is something I wanted to talk about today anyway. There's Let's a, do that. a lot of stuff about the re-releases that um change the complexion of of the that the original trilogy <clears throat> because now I don't think you can walk into a store and off the shelf buy a copy of the trilogy and get the actual yeah. original film. Yeah, it all has yeah. the the, uh, the the re-release footage, remasters. and I understand why they did it because they knew a Phantom Menace was coming, right. and they had to marry marry these films together somehow. Right, they right. knew they were releasing the next trilogy, and they had to. I think in their mind they felt like they needed to spice up the old trilogy. Yeah visually because they knew the new stuff was going to be so much more you know striking that and, that plays into the art of it that that I kind of want to talk about most people they think about the posters you know they they think well if you're talking about art in general of Star Wars they think of you know the the quintessential movie poster from Empire Strikes Back or any of those is that good you like that uh, that's good beer mine that is good uh, mine is Mine is, are, are, are we are we still editing cuss words out of this? I can't remember. No, uh, no, we're it, good. It was fucking terrible. You don't like it? No, I don't like that. It's still still to this day. It's that uh, Doom it's, Doom 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 Patrol is still the best one <laughs> Doom, I've had. Doom pedal. Doom pedal. Yeah. yeah, I did it again. I hit my head. You don't, you don't have to drink that. I in fact, I'll I'll finish it for yeah, you. Yeah, that's why the whole can there. I'm typically not the biggest I'm like, IPA fan. I'm like Norm. I'll just you know that whatever. Good, but Put uh, it for me, I'll drink it. I, I think I think it's one thing to add stuff like when they um you know spoil or the Death Star explodes. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, you know I'm sorry to ruin that for you. I think that's cool to add those. Uh, make it more modern. You know, they, they clean the cells. They did all that stuff, you know, and they, yeah. they add, yeah. they add the extra explain. That's great. But changing total key scenes. Sure. Um, that's just like the song I was talking about that just, I, yeah. you know, it's they added not- the vocals to it. Right. They had added the girl singing. Yeah. yeah. That was bad. Yeah. I, I did not yeah. like that at all. Um, it, it changed the feel of the whole thing. I, I thought, and I, I think that's a yeah. big thing for star Wars just overall is the feel of yeah. the movie, the feel of, of the film that you're watching. Yeah. You can tell you're watching star Wars just from the feel of it. Right. Well, I can. I, I just wonder if they revisited things like, you know, what, what did the director of photography say about these changes? What did the lighting guy say about these right. changes? You know, or was it all just, this is what Lucas wanted, you know, when he originally made it, didn't have the technology to do sure. it, you know? And I can, I can respect that if yeah. that was part of his vision and right. that's why they went back right. and did it. I, I totally respect yeah. that. The, the other thing, for someone that's watched the films originally without all of that, and then to sit and watch them with yeah. the new scenes, like Paul said, that is a bit off-putting to have that all added to a scene that you really loved. So yeah, I can still remember yeah. the me- the original melody yeah. line. I love that. It's yeah. gone. They, I don't, it's over. I, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Now, to your point though, there are tons of scenes throughout the films where you can watch and they added in, you know, like where they're in cloud city, Lando's leading them to Vader. Right. And they walk past this big wall and it shows out over the, uh, an overlook of the city mm-hmm. that wasn't in the original films. Right, that right. is really cool that they, they had the, the thought, the foresight to put that in there. And it's just a, a spot in the movie where 
the main characters are just passing by. Yeah. But to your eye, you're like, wow, look at that. There and that were, wasn't there before. And that's awesome. Yeah, that's or like adding Jabba, adding the old scene where it had the, the original actor was like a, kind of looked a little bit like the, the, uh, the Rancor uh, Wrangler um, originally. It was yeah. kind of yeah, like yeah, that yeah. same kind of style yeah. dude. And then they, they decided Jabba was going to be this big worm cat. Yeah. So they added him in with the old footage that they had actually yeah. recorded. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah, best. That was I love right. that. Yeah. Sure. Very cool. There was, um, going back to Cloud City for a moment, there was, uh, I believe it was Ralph McCurry, one of the artists, uh, the concept artists and, and visual artists for the shows, all the, all the movies. Um, I think all the movies. Don't quote me on that. Uh, he had a character design. I don't have the book yet. It's one of the books I want to buy on on the illustrations. But I guess there was a kind of a flying, uh, almost like a whale with wings that was originally supposed to be flying around Cloud City. And that would have been an opportune time to see it. Yeah. But I guess they're revisiting it in future movies as adding it. I wasn't aware of that. That's or maybe it already is. I can't remember. Maybe it's in the one coming up. Maybe. You know, I, I don't remember. I remember hearing... I, or watching a YouTube video on one of the current artists for the movies saying that it was a nod back to some of the old drawings that he remembers seeing from Ralph. That's McCurry. great that they're yeah. doing that. That's, that's amazing. It to, is. To it watch is. Them touch on stuff that, that was drawn by people before them or people that worked in the process. It ties it together nicely. I think. Yeah, it the, does. The, old, it the really older does. generations and, and the people that are working on it now is star Wars is unique because it from 1977 until, in 2019 oh, yeah. how many yeah. other franchises can you think of that have done that yeah I'm, i mean i was born in 72 and for me i don't remember a time that star wars didn't exist right you know and it's just it's just crazy right. sure star wars so. literally predates me by three years i wasn't born until 80 so star wars has literally been around my entire life oh yeah it, I, I seen Jedi multiple times first movie i ever saw more than once in the theater yeah in wellston at the levee amazing amazing yeah wow and miniatures that's another when we're talking about art it's not just like that that's one of the things that that i was really fascinated with at a young age was the miniatures oh yeah and the detail and and i still love that and and when that's used in uh, you know when they use that as a as a practical kind of effect instead of um cgi even nowadays it's it's so it's like how, you can't really improve on that with a computer because there's just there's just something about it. There's something there, yeah. And it's just it's, it's all genuine. about playing with the yeah. lens and and playing with scale. Right. It's genuine, like Mike just said. It's yeah. it's tangible. It's right there yeah. in front of you. Yeah, I understand. Completely. And you ha- and it looks like it's ten football fields, and yeah. you know it's it's five feet long. Yeah, it's well, amazing. The first Star Wars experience you ever got was you know the oh yeah the the uh, shot at the beginning of A New Hope. Yeah. Where the destroyer, Star Destroyer is flying over your head. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah, what, this, movie's, this movie's not like anything I've ever seen before. Into, right? yeah. <laughs> and that was all done, you know, yeah. prop, prop based. Well, you know, I, I had to think about that a little bit because one of the things uh, for this podcast I wanted to bring up is, you know, we it's easy for us to look back um, at all the technology we have today. And we see these movies, uh, the Avengers and all that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just incredible what they're putting in to a movie these days. And you look back to something that was made in the 70s and uh, even the 80s. It, it does have a bit of a cheese factor to it. And 
you know, for the 80s TV shows, you know, yeah, you can like the A-Team, right? It's, it Rider. is cheesy. Night Rider, yeah. They don't hold up well. No, but looking back at Star Wars, even the cheese that's in there is appropriate. Sure. You know, yeah. I, I hate to say it that way, but it's. It stood up. Like it, yeah. it's, it stood the test of time. You watch it. It's now, part of the lore. And yeah. It's, yeah, it is. It's part of it. And <clears throat> part of that was what I was talking about earlier was the way they, they married the films together. They didn't just have to marry films together. They had to marry, you know, years and years together. Right. They had to get different, you know, all these different people and all these different fingerprints all over oh, yeah. these different sections of this this franchise, they had to figure out a way to marry it all together. And that was, I think, amazing the way they did it. I thought yeah. they did it yeah, yeah, quite yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I was impressed at how they tied it all together. Peter, we talked about Peter Mayhew in last week's yep. episode. Um, I don't really know where I'm going to go with this because I, I just wanted to bring him up and talk about uh, Chewbacca for a moment. Uh, in in the uh, book recommendation, that's what we'll do. I'll, I'll do a quick book recommendation. Uh, Star Wars art. There's quite a few books out there on Star Wars art, but the one I have that I want to rec- recommend at the moment, we'll do another one later in the show, but uh, the first one is illustration. I'm going to reach over and grab the book real quick. He grabs the book. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> uh, the Ford is by Howard Rothman, and the introduction is by Stephen Miller. Or Heller, sorry, Stephen Heller. Um, I got Steve Miller band on the the brain apparently. Um, this this illustration book is packed full of so much great art that was, uh, I believe, is all curated by George Lucas and put together by the folks in this. Is there original pieces from um, from the design team? Because that's one of the questions. I, we're, we're all obviously super fans, I think. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Oh, um, yeah. But does anyone know who the original concept artist? for George Lucas was before the movies come out, like the original, I believe it was all Ralph McCreary. I think there may have been somebody else in there. Uh, you know, like the storyboard artists are different, right? But Ralph McCreary, I, I do believe is the one credited most with, um, putting together the, the concept, you know, like the wardrobe, what, what they use to put together the wardrobe and the scenes and all that. So imagine creating you know, as an artist, as a visual artist, um, creating something that is as iconic as Darth Vader or the X-Wing pilot's helmets or right. Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett's a huge one. You yeah. know, but, you know, it's like, I mean, that's the pinnacle, isn't it? To it, create it is. something that. It is. And the, the helmet, Darth Vader's helmet was loosely based on a samurai's helmet. Really? Yeah. Some of the earlier renderings were uh, quite a bit more flattened out, more more wider wing yeah. kind of That's a look. It. Like I see that now, but I always uh, I always kind of thought it was uh, a bit Nazi esque, you know, a little bit yeah, of that yeah, third yeah. right d- yeah. Gestapo kind sure, of thing. There is a lot of that. It definitely in the has movies. that feel in the in the movie too, right? Yeah. Like the the legions of troops marching right at that at that sort of pace and attention. Very totalitarian kind sure. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. There are tons of, uh, if you if you really start looking, tons of different, um, and a lot of it is new fan stuff that's out there, but there are so many different Darth Vader concept and takeoffs now. Not one of them is better than the original. Right. Not one. No. Nope. You know, and you, all, this, all this talk with Kylo Ren, his helmet and everything, and his mask, and how he's, you know, 
following in the footsteps of Vader. And even though he wears a mask and doesn't need to, right? Vader had his because he had to breathe. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't matter what what these artists are using or what they're doing. None of them are better than the original. Yeah, yeah. They're not even, it's not even close, man. Yeah. Like, it's not even there, close. There are books out there. In, in addition to this illustration book, this, this Star Wars art book is actually part of a group of books that are basically the, uh, the looks of some of the concept and some of the art used for packaging, some of the, the, uh, posters, um, movie production type stuff, um, marketing wise. Um, the other book I got, we'll talk about later, but there's, there's quite a bit of books that actually address the concept side of things. Like what you're talking about with Darth Vader's helmet. Uh, they, they show the, the different ideas that, come across the table and said, okay, which one are we going to pick? Why are we going to use this one? Why are we going to use that one? And those are more books that I want to eventually buy because, you know, I'm, I'm a geek like that, but. That's uh, interesting to me. I mean, yeah. these are decisions that were made, what, 40, 50 years ago. Oh whatever. yeah. 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 And there's, there's drawings of the millennium Falcon even. Right. I mean like detailed drawings where you could probably build it in your backyard if you wanted to. And it's iconic. You know what that is. Sure. You see the yeah. silhouette of that, you know what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the art of it is just, that's that's one of the reasons why I really want to talk about this podcast because it's, you know, this is the all walks of art in a galaxy far, far away, right? So to speak, it's it, it, the whole world was generated based on somebody's concept, and whether it's just George Lucas telling an artist to do this or the artist bringing something to Lucas and saying, "This is what I come up with," there's there's just a, a synergy there of creativity that that brings so much more to the table than just saying, well, we're going to do a story that is basically a documentary and this is what people wore then. That's what we're going to do and not downgrading those at all because there's a lot of art production in those as well. But this, this entire world that we've all become familiar with was developed out of a storyline, literally a a storyline that George Lucas put together and wrote down the stories and said, okay, this is what it's going to be. Now we've, we all know the canon's getting a little bit tweaked here and there. Yeah. It's a mess. Um, But yeah, but at the same time, there's still just this, this base knowledge of what it is. And, and the, the movie that really, I mean, they're all, they're all really impactful to me, but the movie that really made me think about this podcast was rogue one. And I, I, I know it's a newer movie. I know some people don't dig it. I know it falls in between movies that we're used to of the main trilogies. But I think it's one of the best ever. Yeah, I do people, too. People There's, would not dig it all they want. Yeah, masterpiece. It, it is. It is. There's so fantastic. much in there. Oh, there's yeah. comedy in it. There's there's drama in it. Thriller. Yeah. Action. It's just crazy. It's kind of what we've always wanted for like you know uh, extended content. You know, I yeah. think. So. Yeah, and, ex- and it, it totally explains why the rebels could all fly <laughs> in space, go directly into this plan of theirs to hit this one weak spot. <laughs> one, one weak spot yeah. on the entire, you know, what was the janitor thinking that day? <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, crap. There's, it, it Somebody like knows the plan. They these bases with an engineering flaw. So, you know, they yeah, yeah. better engineering. Yeah, and that's the, that's the cool part about Rogue One. It really explained yeah. why that yeah. flaw was yeah. there. You know, they, uh, they did a Because we've all asked that question for years. Masterful job with that. And <laughs> yeah. again, for me, Star Wars is all feel. Like when I'm watching this movie, I need to feel like it's, oh, yeah. it's Star I need to feel like this is real. Yeah. You know? And that movie hit it 
so hard. They they got it all right. And you know, with characters, if you haven't followed the canon, you know, deeper than the movies, most Star Wars fans, and I'm guilty of it to an extent, don't dig deep into canon. They don't dig yeah. deep into backstory. They don't you know just watch the movies and enjoy them for what right. they are. Rogue One showed you some canon that you probably wouldn't have ever right ever known yep. if they hadn't made that film. Right. Film was masterful. And yeah, yeah. The way they tied it together to the opening of A New Hope. I don't yeah. think they I don't think that could have been done better. No. I I mean they they showed they showed Vader really show his power. Right. You didn't really see that in you know four, five, and six. You never got to see Vader really flex his muscle. He used the force. He you know, he, he killed Obi Wan, who was also weakened. Or did he? Well, that's that's debatable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he maybe he didn't. Either way, you Some, get to see you get to see Vader use the rage that he's got pent up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is he, he's he's freshly minted as as Vader, the classic Vader. Yes. You know, and he's he's still angry. Yeah, and you get to see some of that, and you get to see some actual damage being done by lightsabers to, yeah, to absolutely, bodies, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That was that's something that you don't yeah, get much of. Yeah, the violence factor was so much different in the seventies and eighties. You just couldn't really, yeah. you know, show a lot I, of that. I, I thought Rogue One was a masterpiece. I love it. I I pref- I really like the art direction on that movie. Period. Because uh, the tones, the I mean, just all of it's just yeah, so good. They made it look like. They made it look like it was in the mm-hmm. made before A New Hope. They really did. Yeah, they absolutely yeah. did. The eye for detail was really and if, good. Yeah, if you watch the scenes, you know all the instrumentation on the ships all looks period correct. Yeah, yes. you know, you're like, man, this looks like yeah, this looks like yeah. That's a that's a detail that a lot of people just don't catch. Yeah. And they also did a good job of making that film to it felt like felt like it was a war. It felt like yeah. you know they felt like they dropped in the middle of World War Two. And shot that film. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. the overall tone of that whole thing. It was dark. It was, it was dingy. It was dirty. It was grimy. They were at, they were at war. You know, they're trying to wipe out different races of people, try, yeah. you know, trying to snuff people out. It was very well done. They, they and let's try not, so hard to make a, uh, a character like, well, like with Jar Jar, they try to, to make something that has broad appeal. And sometimes they, you know, you can argue whether they hit the mark or not. It's hard to make a, an iconic character like, um, you know, Chewbacca or R2-D2 or something like that. And I felt like they did with, with K2. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, that made the whole movie. Dro- dropping amazing. the bag was just epic for me. Yeah. yeah. That, that moment where you just like, here, yeah. hold my bag. And you just dropped it and, you know, yeah. it was just yeah. perfect. So, I don't know. Great writing and a yeah. great execution. Yeah. They, couldn't have, they couldn't Absolutely. have got a better actor to play that either. A um, couple of things for you. Um for those listening to uh, the budget for Rogue One was two hundred sixty-five million dollars. Oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the gross budget. the The net budget was two hundred nineteen million. It brought in a billion dollars in the box office. A flop. That's that's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, December tenth, twenty sixteen. So it's really not that old, but it does kind of tie in a lot of what happened uh, that we all saw in nineteen seventy seven. You know, and try to understand yeah. how did this how did this Death Star come to be? And yeah, why would know? there be a weakness in this? Yeah, Death Star? exactly. What? Exactly. Why? And well, Mads you know. Mads Mickelson is just 
he's one of my favorite actors anyway, and have him in that that part. Yeah, he, um, he was great too. Yeah, yeah, because you, you got to wonder what was the scientist in the engineering department thinking when they put this thing together, and which raises the question: with all the power of the dark side, how did they not know they were getting cheated? That's a good question, Mike. I think they just that probably I mean, just turned was, a blind eye was, to it. Was the emperor just preoccupied with Vader? I don't know. I mean, I mean, take a stab at the, it, man. The, the force is cloudy sometimes, so you can't. <laughs> I mean, there's been other things, you know. How how did you know? How did he, the emperor, not know that Luke was going to end up, you know, or you know, Darth Vader was going to end up throwing him down on a well? Right. So I so, guess somewhere there's, and, and, and you would know this probably better than anybody else in this room. The 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 force doesn't give them premonition powers. It gives them kind of a a feel, right? When something's happening. Yeah. So the force is generated through living living organisms, what they call them midichlorians, right? Mm-hmm. And that those are part of every person. He's dropping knowledge right now. You and need to pay attention. That's where the force comes from. Force <laughs> user. Everyone has got the midichlorians, right? Some yeah, of yeah. them are much, much higher. Like you watch um, a Phantom Menace. They talk about uh, Annie's, Anakin's midichlorian counts absolutely ridiculously high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jedi can use can use the force where a lot of force users can't. <clears throat> so the really good force users can, I mean, Master Yoda, mm-hmm. you know, the Emperor, the top dog force users can foresee things that are ha- going to happen in the future. Not necessarily tell the future, but they can foresee things that are going to happen through yeah. the force. Anakin, of course, was the prime example of you can't always trust that because Anakin, you know, has the premonition that Padme is gonna gonna die, and he goes off his rocker and he ends up going to the dark side to try to come up with a way to save her from something that, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he ultimately drove her to, right. You know, so <clears throat> that in a nutshell is how it works. And, you know, could have been, could have been a bad force day for the emperor. He just, Oh yeah. Thought about yeah. it. So we're, we're, re- it over. we're recording oh. this. We're recording this on <laughs> Sunday, the final episode of game of Thrones. Oh my. Um, oh my Mike. And if I use the force for that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to have to throw this theory out there. And by the time people are listening, they're going to go, he was wrong. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been so wrong about but, uh, Game of Thrones so many times, man. Makes you wonder if Bran was using the force. Yeah. You I, know, I was thinking, I was thinking that, you know, when, when the night King uh, and spoiler alert, you know, <laughs> this full disclosure, we're, we're spoiling yeah, you this a, whole thing. You've had a few weeks. If you haven't watched it by now, then we got <laughs> sure. Time, so when the night King walks up to Bran and he's reaching for this sword, Brand's looking at him. Brand is completely unconcerned. Yeah, like straight up doesn't care what oh, this yeah. guy's doing because yeah, because he knows what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah, he knew that Theon was going to die. He knew all that. Brand knew yeah. what was going to happen. He's a Jedi whole, Knight yeah, of the, the fire. Plus, he's clearly on ludes though, so you're a little less. <laughs> you're is, a little less. Well, uh, you know, the man is sedated for sure. Yeah, somehow, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's a. It, you know, if we're going to cross cross platform from Star Wars to <laughs> to Game of Thrones, Bran is certainly a Jedi. Well, there, there's too much nerdism the, in this room at the moment. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, both subjects are very polarizing. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I've been seeing all this chatter on the internet that they're trying to do a um, 
petition to get them to remake get this out last of here season. Yeah, I've seen that too. I mean, I don't know. And I know people are like shocked and they hate how things have went because they're excited about the show, but yeah. but they still love it because it's part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I it, don't it know does anybody feel that, that, I get that. I don't know anybody that wants it to be redone. It, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, I don't want it redone. It's been great. And the main complaint I heard was the uh, the long night episode where there was so much darkness. It was dark, but still. But that I thought that added yeah, to yeah, it. it. I it thought did. that was brilliant. You know, it was giving you a a perspective that the people on the ground had. Yeah. You know, they didn't, yeah, they didn't fight in the afternoon. They, yeah. They didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know what they were. It could have used a little more blue moon uh, light diffusion in some of them. But, but sure. I get, and I, it also, it depends on how you watch it. Because when I rewatched it, um, it was a little more clear um, because I, I feel like that there was some um, artifacting. Yeah, uh, and yeah, because yeah. I usually I start yeah. watching about ten after nine normally. Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of people streaming that stuff, yeah. and it was uh, it was a little easier to see when I, yeah. I had to rewatch that one. The, anyway. um, I think it takes away from the effect though if they if they put too much light in these scenes, it if you see beforehand what the Dothraki ride into, right? Oh yeah, the all it, the flames yeah. of the swords going out kind of it kind of takes away from the impact, impact of that, yeah. right? So I can understand yeah. people being upset about it because, you know, you really want to see it. That's what you've been waiting for. But at the same time, they built that whole the whole scene there with you having that the anxiety of not knowing what's going on. And yeah. I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I was an anxious mess. Watching oh, yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh my God, these guys. Yeah. John Snow's going to die, man. I don't, yeah. Don't know what I, I, I can't believe they're fighting already. It's like, <laughs> you know? already? We're not going to drag us out three more days? Sure. Three more episodes? Well, that's now. what you're used to with Game of Thrones, right? You're like, <laughs> right. I, I told my wife, we sat down to watch it and uh, said, well, we can get excited all we want, but this isn't going to, this isn't going to flesh out for it. Yeah. It's not going to be happy. It's not, you're not going to feel great. A couple, uh, a couple or three episodes from now, we'll, we'll be talking about, I saw it going exactly the opposite. I thought they would have to fight the night King right up to oh, the last yeah, episode. Yeah, too. And then we'd close it down with all this stuff, yeah, yeah. but they did it exactly backwards from that. And it's, I mean, it's worked out brilliantly so far. Yeah. I mean, well, I think Cersei's going to crawl out of the rebel and, you know, I don't think I don't. I don't, I don't I'm know. not convinced they're dead. I'm not convinced. I'm not but. either because it was fairly unceremonious, and she has been so awful. Yeah, about everything, and yeah, they almost painted a picture for you to feel sorry for. Her at the well, end. yeah, she yeah. she, she gets a million dollars an episode to drink wine, look out a window. Sure. I mean, for crying loud. Yeah, I can so, do that. I drink into things. And you know, I <laughs> I've, I posed this question on on Facebook yesterday, um, and forgot to tag both of you guys in it. Oh, nice, <laughs> bad me. Um, <laughs> Asked a few of my friends that I know watched the show what if they thought she was still alive. And majority of people were like, no, she's definitely dead. Yeah, I don't the know. red keep crashed down yeah. on her head. And I'm like, it's a fantasy. I think I commented on you that. Did. Yeah, okay. yeah, you saw it. It's a fantasy show, guys. Like, Yeah, yeah it could be anything. Come it's on, man. Real. Let's not let's not act like they couldn't just have yeah, Did anyone not see the mountain? I mean, right. anything's yeah. possible. Anything so. is possible. And yeah, I'm not convinced he's dead yet. I mean, he died already and here he is. That and, also, you know. Not to jump around here, but there's, there's, uh, you talk about, you know, the art and I mean, these fight scenes are, I think there's a big art, art to that. And you can yeah. imagine being the choreographer, or being a fight trainer. And I think uh, there's HBO has three of the greatest fights uh, in TV history. One mm-hmm. of them is in Deadwood between uh, Dan and uh, Captain, whatever the guy's name was, Captain Turner. Okay. The other one is in Rome. Did you ever, you guys Familiar with that show? It's killer. I don't know if but I But there's a, a scene where they, they put Titus Polo into the uh, arena to 
to uh, die as punishment. Huh. And the fight scene there, it, incredible. And then the it. other one is between the mountain and the red viper. No, oh, I mean, yeah. It's just, that was, uh, that know, was a heartbreaker, yes. man. Yeah, heartbreaker. I, I, was, I, still te- I, was, I still see his teeth coming I out. I was man. team viper, man. I wanted the mountain dead, and I thought I had Incredible it. scene, though. Oh, dude. I mean, so good, man. I just, I don't, I, I can't even add to that because, you know. Yeah. So, one thing I wanted to touch on here, we're talking about art, we're talking about Star Wars, yeah. and, and also how, you know, Game of Thrones, things like that is yeah. polarizing. It's just so, so exciting today because there's so much in the air. I mean, it really, I got to tell this, I got to say it out loud. Say it. I mean, it's like, <laughs> my whole weekend has been, oh my God, we're going to talk about Star Wars, I'm going to paint a little bit, I'm going to drink some beer, I'm going to have some friends over, and then I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. Right. This is just like the you know, exclamation point yeah, to it all. Man. Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. off Monday. I don't have to go to work Monday. Uh, oh, you so, suck. You know. Yeah, you do suck, Mike. So, <laughs> and, and something needs to be said here. Uh, you know, Scott's a musician as well. Very good guitar player, songwriter. Well, thanks, Mike. Um, Paul. Paul. Thanks, I'm thanks, Paul. Thanks, I'm Paul, Paul Raymond. Thanks, Paul. Yes. Sorry. But, <laughs> we so, get confused a lot. It's I, the hair. So, <laughs> yeah. The physique. Too. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> you, you take a, a, a move, you know, it, it, it underplays it to call call it a movie. So you take a, a franchise like like Star Wars, and this is you know for yes, there's a lot of artists, a lot of people that that worked on this and made it what it is. But it's George Lucas's thing, okay. At, as an artist, does he have the right to add these scenes that we were talking about to change this to change canon? Is it his? He created it. As a musician, who's going to tell me that I can't change one of my songs? But then again, do you really want, uh, That's you know, Robert point. Plant to put yeah. out Stairway to Heaven with, you know. Ozzy, Ozzy did this. Ozzy did this exact same thing. Uh, and I, he re-recorded some music with different musicians. That's a little different, though, because he did that purely to screw Bob Daisley and and yeah, uh, just out of Curse Lake out of, yeah, out of yeah, world. Yeah. Yes. A little bit different. Yeah. Re-recording stuff. It was still Randy's. This is changing the whole. It's like as an artist, as, as, a, as a painter or a photographer, you're not going to go um, and change the Mona Lisa now and decide, you know. Well, if I was the artist who did it and I felt like. Does he, he have the right to do that it, all these years later it, after we. Had, I believe he does. I believe he does. it's his story. And I think he had an I think he had a vision originally in 77, 76, 75 when he started, I think it was. Yeah. Um in fact, this whole reason he went to Britain to get it filmed was because nobody here would help him. I mean, he was like, no, no we're not we're not gonna do that movie. Right. You know, it's you're you're kidding me, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, they had Star Trek, right, on television and it's Trek, Mike. You're driving me nuts with Star Trek. I, I, it's for Trek. One, I, for right. one, can get behind saying Trek. Okay. Guys. <laughs> uh, if I don't do anything else while I'm here, I want to piss off the Trekkies. Oh, oh my God. It's, I'm not even a Trekkie, but come on. It's, it's, all right. Star Trek. I guess they did have their own Dothraki Klingons, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's kind of the same yeah, thing. It's sort of the same kind of deal. All These kind the of stories are timeless. These well, are the yeah, same kind yeah. of stories that, I read one that we've told each other. Yeah. Since the dawn of telling stories, you know, I mean, it's, 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 you know, the typical archetypes and. I read somewhere where every, there's, there's only really five plots for every, every story, you know? So, I mean, yeah, Game of Thrones kind of falls into what we're talking about today and all these things do, but I guess to answer your question, no, 
No, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm not saying I'm not saying I have a position either way, but but I'm saying once you put your art out there and it All right, if I was if I was to- Leonardo da Vinci and I looked at the Mona Lisa today and it's it's you know revered as as the best painting in the world, I guess to a lot of people. Um yeah, I'd probably finally put eyebrows on her. I think she needs them. <laughs> I I think it comes down to cuz she doesn't have any. What it, oh, right. Sure, I got you. It doesn't come down to, you know, why did you put this art out in the first place? Did you, uh, for you, Paul, if you're writing music and you're putting it out there for people to enjoy. And if you come back and say, you know, I could have done this so much better. I want to redo this. And people are enjoying it as it is. And you change it. Will that change the way people feel about it? And, I think it depends. It's not like Machine Head going and re-recording. Um, what's the album they're doing with the uh, Let Freedom Ring with the Shotgun Blast, whatever album that is. Yeah, so yeah, they're re-recording sure. that, but they're not adding to it. They're recording it with modern technology and and doing that. Or it's like yeah, an, yeah, a band putting yeah, out a yeah, live yeah. out like yeah. Judas Priest. They're uh, not adding verses yeah, to the right. song. Ma- Meltdown 98, one of my favorite albums of all time, Ripper Owens. They play that stuff all tuned down. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a big tuned down guy, but it's all in, in D and uh, straight D and uh, then drop from that occasionally, I think. And it's incredible. Yeah. Okay. But it's not, it's still, the, it's still at the core. The songs still speak to you. I get so, you. so if you write something and it's like, well, I'm going to add another verse to it or, I'm going to put in a, a string section here and take out the bass solo. And I, I feel like you put something that I, I could only hope to ever write something that touched somebody like that. Right. Um, but, but you take these iconic songs, you know, all along the watchtower, you, you know, the, right. the original version or, or Jimmy Hendrix, or Jimmy Hendrix version, right. stuff like that, yep. that, that people that mean something to people. And then you're going to erase it. I feel like as an artist, you've got a responsibility to, this this means something to people. And that's sort of what I was touching on. Like, you know, yeah. you put it out there and people really enjoy yeah. it and love it. Is it really your right to change it now? I mean, it's yours. It's your your art and you do what you want to do. At the end of the day, yes. You have I think the right you have the right, the to, do right to do that for sure. But don't mean you should. But should you? Yeah. Exactly. That's the All that's right. The let question. me let me draw a line in the sand here. Since since we're talking about Star Wars, to me, Lucas has the right because I, I do believe I, I do believe he had these in his mind prior to technology being able to do it. Does Disney have the right? No. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. I, I really, I really feel like Disney's going to fuck this up for everybody and it's going to make us all mad in the long run. Yeah. It's you know? such a, such a perilous position to be yeah, in yeah. if you're a Star Wars fan. Like I'm optimistic. Yeah. I, I thought I'm Solo was great. Did you, are you guys solo haters thought, in here? No, I, I didn't. I'm not a solo hater, but so, I liked it okay. I didn't go places. watch Solo because I was so pissed yeah. over The Last Jedi. I was so upset mm-hmm. that I didn't watch Solo, and I realized that was probably yeah. wrong. I should have went and watched it because I love Star Wars. Skywalker's solo. character was not Star Wars. Luke was not Luke. Yeah. Let me say it that way. I uh, will say when I rewatched The Last Jedi, like when I left the theater— I was very upset. I was hurt, man. I but, was hurt. But when I rewatched it when it was on Netflix, it's like, man, this is I I've uh, I, I I'm tempered on I, it. I, I'm the same way. I've seen it six or seven times now. I watched it two or three times in the theaters and a few two or three times. Wow, you really hated it. Well, I was trying <laughs> I was trying not to hate it. I I, I, ha- I hated myself for hating it. Yeah. And that was one of those movies where the feel wasn't right. Yeah. yeah. From the very beginning, I was like, oh, man, this this is off. And then 
there were a few things about the movie that threw me off. Some of the horrible attempts at comedy, you know, him yeah. throwing the lightsaber, man. Yeah. I, I was like, we waited years now to see Luke, you know, be a badass. You, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, right. I'm thinking, man, it's Luke. We're going to hear him say something. And the first thing he does is throw his lightsaber over a fucking cliff. Yeah. Come on, man. That set, set the tone wrong. Um, I, I'm in the same camp as you though, Paul, I, I'm, I'm tempered to the point where as long as nine closes this up and they do a great job with nine, I can live with eight. Yeah. I can live with the last Jedi as long as nine redeems the franchise. Some, I I just thought it it was, you know, a lot of people there's, you know, whenever the last Jedi came out, so many people were either pro or against it was almost divided straight down the middle. And I have tons of friends who love star Wars and we talk it all year long, every year. And one of my best friends, Tim, um, he saw it before I did. And he, he texts me and says, dude, this movie is everything you've ever wanted from star Wars. You are going to love it. Never trust his opinion again. No, 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 you're right. (laughs) Right. And I was, listen, man, I was jacked. Oh my God. I was jacked when I went in there and it was like someone popped a balloon and I deflated and uh, I Let hated Leia, it. Leia floating through space. Yeah. Enough, yeah. So many thing. things weren't, weren't great. Well, Mark, Mark Hamill is probably, well, let's just say he's my Jesus. Okay. I can't help it. Uh, yeah. How can you not? <laughs> there went the last five people who listen to our show, but <laughs> you no, can hear I, them turning it off right he now. has like, been like, like, the pro he, he's been the quintessential protagonist for every star Wars movie of my life. And I, I know this is very, very selfish. I know the story has to go and I know things have to happen. I mean, we, none of us wanted to see Yoda die either or, or Obi-Wan for that matter. I mean, I was, I remember seeing that going, they can't, they can't kill a character like that. Not right. now. I mean, right. you know, I was, I was seven years old, ready to tear somebody apart, you know, but when they did it the way they did it in the last Jedi, I think it was just lazy writing. That's just my way of looking at it. Yeah. And and I probably would offend a lot of Star Wars fans who say, well, but that's the way they had to do it because of the story, you got to let it go on and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the last Sky, the last Skywalker coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, I hope it addresses some of this. I don't know sure. that it will. But, you know, I got accused. I'm salty. I got accused of being <clears throat> pissed because what I thought should happen didn't happen. And that wasn't the case. Now I did have a lot of high hopes and a lot of thoughts as to what, you know, what was going to happen when, when my family and I left the theater after watching the force awakens immediately, we were like, Oh, what's going to happen now? And we talked about it for two years. Yeah. We talked about it for two years and we had all these theories and all this conversation and myself and Mike, I know we talked about it. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I talked about it with everyone that I came across. We talked about it. And then you go watch The Last Jedi and almost none of it got addressed. I wouldn't have been upset one way or another with who Snoke was. I just wanted to know right before he died. Right. Now, granted, they could still sew that up yeah. in nine. But, you know, whenever, you know, Kylo Ren just tells Ray straight up, your parents were just drifters. Get over it. Stop whining, you little bitch. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like, what the, what is wrong with you, man? What the fuck is going on here? Where'd the story go? Yeah. What happened to the story I've been thinking of? Is this, am I watching the right movie? I mean, 
that was where where it fell off a cliff for me. Well, yeah. Come on. It, it's the same, you know, just like with Game of Thrones. It's not going anywhere where we thought it was, but it is awesome and it's entertaining. Yeah, so, yeah. It and is that's the thing. Yeah. It needed to be. It didn't have to go like like I wanted it, but as uh, Scott brought up earlier about, you know, people going into the extended canon and, and whatnot. See, I'm, I was big on the graphic novels and the different comics and there was all this great source material yeah. of Luke as a yeah. badass and, yeah. and Leia as a force wielder right. and all this stuff, uh, dark, dark empire. I think it is. It's, it's incredible. All that, you know, there's all this different stuff they could have done. It's there. People liked it. It's, yeah. it's stuff that has been, it's like when they change comic book movies and, and they didn't get it right till Iron Man. It's like, you know, you take a movie like Spider-Man, it's been made 70 times and they could never do it exactly like the like the book. Right. It's yeah. like, why are you changing something right, right, right. that has worked right. for, uh, you know, 90 years? Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like that the, you know, there was low hanging fruit was there for um for them, for the the, the last Jedi. And they yeah. just they just they ignored it, it. Yep. ignored it. Yep. Corporate that, corporate suit sitting in an office somewhere going, this will sell. This is our budget. This is how much money we're going to make. Yeah. And I hate to say it that way because that's where the art gets lost. Yeah. Disney Disney didn't do the Star Wars franchise a lot of justice in that they wiped a lot of the old canon out. To, yeah. They basically, had, I mean, I can understand from their standpoint, they adopted like, like Rebels. Mm-hmm. They adopted that as canon. And Rebels is super underrated. Oh like, yeah, I know kid, kids love Rebels. Yeah, it, it's marketed more towards kids, but right, it's underrated. It's really good. Yeah, and what's the other one? The one that was before Rebels, the um, Clone Wars. I think it was. Yes. I actually, yes, I like Clone it. Wars. It was good too. So. Yeah, it was really good too, and it had. I know, it that. had a lot more characters that we're familiar with, in it also. Right, they brought them all back, and yeah. but there's like there's books. So like I'm, I mean, I actually read books on, with Star Wars. Without pictures, even that's yeah. how into it. I Artistically was. speaking, Darth Maul is a character that I really wish he had more screen time. Yeah, I think he's the. I, I I mean, I think he's the greatest Star Wars character in. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, you know, not counting Vader, or or maybe Luke because they are such the they transcend. The yeah, yeah, but sure. I think I think even more so even for me than Yoda or some of these other ones. I think well, or even Solo. I think Darth. Yeah. It Darth was, Maul is the. It was so easy to love Darth Maul because he was the first guy you saw go nuts with a lightsaber. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know because you know that was real. I was, was like, the, oh my god. Sure. That was the know. first time that you got to see the the real Force users do work in their prime. Yeah. Right. You know, and then they carried that on, and of course the 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 lightsaber battle on Mustafar, I think, is the. Just put that there. Hey, leave that on the floor, Mike. I always drop something. Um, <laughs> the lightsaber battle on Mustafar, I think, was drop it. He will. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, was the was the the crown jewel of Star Wars lightsaber battle? Oh, indeed. I thought, um, but Maul brought that to us. You know, you, you oh, see yeah. Darth Maul yeah. he busts out his his uh, his lightsaber and. You know, you never seen nothing like that. Well, you didn't even know that was possible. Lo and behold, there's a second <laughs> yeah. side to this lightsaber, yeah. and he just goes nuts. And you're like, yeah, you're watching Obi Wan, who we know is a badass, yeah, and Gwykon fight this guy, and he's waxing their asses. And yeah, you're like what the it's yeah. going on? That he brought that to you, and you never saw it before. And I, I agree, he was. I think it's 12 minutes of screen time total, or less than that. Less I think. than that. Oh, yeah. really? Perfect it's only villain. That much. Yeah. Wow. Perfect villain. He's he is quiet. a yeah. 
He, evil looking evil he does what yeah. his master says he does yeah. does his bidding he doesn't question it he yeah. is a savage and ray park did yeah. that with makeup on and still you know got it across with facial did facial expressions all. yeah and, it, and yeah. they that was something that a lot of people don't appreciate i can't remember who voiced him because it was a different guy that voiced him but uh oh really i didn't know that yeah yeah ray whatever. park is actually voiced some other characters though and, but didn't do and Maul, it's right. weird yeah, but, but they had somebody um, when they killed, when when Obi Wan killed Darth Maul, the face he makes at before he falls oh, yeah. down the, the shaft was was a, was awesome. Man. Yeah, and he was he was a great character, and it was it was sad that he was only in the the franchise for that yeah. small amount of yeah. time. But it's like Fett. That's why Fett is so yeah beloved. That would be another good side movie. Honestly, you I think we've talked more. about that. Well, sure, we've talked about that, and that's I think slated to happen. There's a series now with Fett. I think it's out there. I'm hearing something on Netflix. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, but it's going to be kind of about about him the, and about the clan. The, yeah. About the clan. Yeah. Um, there's so much. There's so many Star Wars rumors. You know. Yeah. Did you read yeah. the Bounty Hunter books? No. Did not. See, I, it's incredible because it's got a whole thing of him crawling out of the Sarlacc pit. I and I it did, talks uh, about uh, what's the reptile bounty hunter. It does all of them. Yeah. I from, uh, I touched on some of it. Just put there that there. Again. <laughs> Mike, I, maybe we should just leave it on the floor at this point. Well, I was trying to get a book recommendation in, but now it's getting exciting. <laughs> it's an excellent, I cannot recommend it higher. The I'll bounty, it bounty hunters. It's an old, uh, Oh yeah. It's an old book. That's, um, I got it. I can let you borrow. Probably if you want to. Want to. All yeah. right. I'll bring it in. Cool. Cool. Let it me kills. get this book in there. Cause I, w- I wanted to do two books. You, are you going to throw a third one down? <laughs> this one hasn't been dropped yet. Like has, if you want me to drop it, I'll do it. It's not I'll part of the it. canon, so we're not going to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the the uh, next book for all you uh, nerds like me who want to understand the process of filmmaking. Uh, I, I'm going to skip over what I was going to say there, but the process of filmmaking starts a lot of times with storyboards. And we have the um, the concept art that kind of describes for the art director, what they want the scene to look like and the, the lighting people and the director of photography to be able to get everything the way they want to do it. But storyboards tell the story so that all these people can actually visualize it before they spend money on actually filming the process. And this book, uh, star Wars storyboards, the original trilogy trilogy, um, Forward by John Johnston. Introduction by, I'm not even going to get his name right. I know I'm not looking at it thinking, oh, I'm all proud of myself. I can read these words. <laughs> Nilo Rodis Chimero, maybe? I don't know. Let's go with it, Mike. Edited by J.W. Rensler. Um, this book has really, really impressed me. Uh, this is a, another Amazon pur- purchase. The illustration book was a purchase as well on Amazon, but what I find amazing is you, you've got the movement, you know, you, you look through the different pages and they're, they're hurried sketches to get the story across. And no doubt they're working with Lucas and the writing and, and going through some things. And most of it's all in pencil. There's a little bit of watercolor wash. Um, really interesting. I have yet to go through the book and not recognize the scene. And it really tells the whole story in the storyboard itself. I yeah, mean, you can literally look at it. About that book. It's you, just crazy. You can look at it and just tell exactly where it came from, exactly what's going on. Oh, this yeah. book's amazing. Yeah. So is the illustrations book too. Yeah. Um, a lot of awesome info that I didn't know. 
just oh, leaping yeah. through these books. They're definitely yeah. worth. Uh, worth may having. the may the cores be with you. That was <laughs> yeah. it was on the wall of uh, Maz's um, bar there, pub. I don't know what they call them in the in the universe. Um, cantina, I guess it would be. But um, the illustration book has has some stuff in there that was. Uh, kind of rare to see. Sure. Even. Stuff that I was shocked to see, but, but happy to see, you know, yeah. stuff that I had never, yeah. never seen before or never thought I would see stuff that was totally off the wall to a, a normal star Wars fans eye. And it's yeah. really cool to see it. Um, yeah. It's definitely worth looking through. Now I, I gotta say when I was younger, you know, art as a career looked like, oh, I don't want to wear a beret and be messy with paint all day <laughs> long in a studio and angry and, you know, all the things we hear, I definitely don't want to cut my ear off. Right. Um, but the more, the, the older I get, the more I see where a film industry career would be really good for an artist. So if there's any yeah. artists listening, I think that, that yes, might be sir. a really good place to go. Well, wouldn't so. it be great to be part of something like this? Oh yeah, it'd be just amazing. I, I would love to have my name in the credits just say, just somewhere. Yeah, to say you had your fingerprints in it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and we, awesome. we would be very... Uh, um, remiss, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. If we didn't mention John Williams, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, you look at at what the score on yeah. those movies did. Yeah. It's it's what tied the prequels yeah. together. I still realize. have a ringtone of the Imperial Death March for my wife. It's iconic. I think it's great. I've uh, I've said this so many times in this just this recording alone. The feel of the movies would not be. Would no, not be there at all yeah, without, yeah, music's without the music tying it together and nothing, uh, nothing real contemporary about any of it. It's all, you know, very classically done and not something that you would imagine kids would enjoy. And it is so epic and moving yeah, that yeah. It, it transcends. It's, it's really transcends the movies completely yes. by yeah. itself. You can listen to it and be like, man, this is, well, this you is know, great. you know, when that, when that score cues up, whether the credits are running or not, whether anything is playing on the screen or not, you know what's about to happen yeah. based on yeah. the sound. You know, when the Imperial Death March comes out, you know, oh, crap, Darth Vader's lost his yeah. shit. He's going to come out. He's going to just do something bad. Yeah. You know, um, all these things. I, I think overall, artistically speaking, I, I think uh, I could get Lars out of my head here for a moment. I, whenever I think and try to talk about what I'm saying, I start doing the whole Lars Ulrich thing. You start hating Napster. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm staring at the ceiling. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a paradox of one thing and another <laughs> and one thing just rules over the other. Anyway, I, I think when you, when you put this, this, um, this process of filmmaking together, it has all of the arts put together. You know, and that's honestly all walks of art. The whole show concept is putting all of it together. And that's probably why I love movies so much because there's, there's music, there's visual arts, there's uh, videography. Um, there, there's stills. There's people on set that are taking stills of yeah. people that just blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, the, sculptors. Yeah. Sculptors. Uh, painters. They used to have matte painters. I don't know if people are familiar with that or not, but um, Ewoks, when they were doing uh, the scenes at the end, when they were on, uh, help me with the planet name, 
indoor. Ewoks indoor, indoor yeah. yeah. Um, the forest moon. Yeah, yeah. When you would see them dancing on the decks up in the trees, right? That was the film part, but all the stuff you saw around them was painted on glass. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because finish your thought because I got something. That, that was pretty on. much it. I just, I think it's amazing that all these arts, all these crafts, I mean, for the people who get up at the end of a movie and walk out when it's over, you know, fuck you, sit down, watch the people, look at the people's names. Yeah. <laughs> these people put their heart and soul that's into all these movies. Get, besides yeah, yeah, pay, yeah. That's the only recognition yeah, getting, I know right? I'm being harsh, but you know. Yeah, all those little yeah. names all is, is what come together to make that happen. Yeah. But you mentioned mentioned the map paintings, and uh, this is something I've thought about for a while. I, I think I'm assuming that we're all in agreement that, that we're not prequel haters. We like the prequels. Oh, no, I, I oh, like yeah. the prequels. But, yeah. but, the, but the prequels, the three prequels are, aren't as good to us as the as the original. Can we agree on that? Yeah. For whatever I, yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I, I, yeah. I pose I pose this to you. And this is what I think this had something to do with it. And, you know, what's your guys' opinion? So they shot the prequels mostly in front of green screen. They went and re recorded all the audio, if I'm not mistaken. I do believe all. So all the dialogue you're seeing there was recorded months after the fact, right. after right. the actors actually did it. Um, very little practical effects. Paul's driving that. me to drinking. So do you think that that sterilized it? Uh, in a lot of ways that it didn't happen in the original because the original has, it's a feel thing. It's yeah. definitely a feel thing. It's not just about the writing or the pacing, but I think the, I think the acting's more natural when you get the dialogue on the spot. The acting is definitely uh, a lot more robotic in the prequels. It definitely doesn't flow along like it does in the original trilogy. Um, as far as it being sterilized, I don't know. I I think the prequels... There's a lot at play there. Yeah. There the really prequels is. get a lot of hate, I think, because episode one, Phantom Menace, I've been, I've heard the, so many people say that that's the very worst Star Wars ever. It's so slow. It's so boring. But it's people Im, don't important. take into account that that's important. That's yeah. part of the story. That's yeah. part of the reason that George Lucas opted not to make it right from the beginning because yeah. it doesn't have all the action and everything to encompass an and, exciting movie. And the franchise wasn't there yet. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I tend to think, I mean the acting in the acting in the prequels was definitely not as good. The prequels I think would have been a bust if not for Ewan McGregor. I, I think he strapped uh, yes. him on his yeah, back, absolutely. carried us through yep. it yep. Um, because Hayden Christensen yep. Wow, he looks like a guy. And General want. Grievous. Right. Grievous was, oh, yeah. Yeah. General Kenobi, you're a bold one. That's one of my favorite scenes in all Star Wars. Um, Hayden Christensen looked like the guy you wanted yeah. playing Anakin slash Vader. But yeah. he, he just wasn't quite there. As I far think as if, that, if, if that film would have been made in, in you know, when, when Jedi come out? 86? Jedi was 86. Uh, Jedi is 83. 83. 83 was 83. Wow. So if, if the fan mess would have come out in 89, I think it would have been, even with the same actors, of course they would have been babies, but you know, I I think it would have been a different movie. Sure. You're probably right. Um, 
I think it would have felt more authentic. I can understand exactly what you're saying. And I think you're probably spot on. You know, he got all the, you know, he being George Lucas, he got all this technology. And it's another one of those questions just because you can don't mean that yeah, you should necessarily. It's like over Photoshopping or, you know, over editing in the studio. Yeah. Same, same yeah. kind of thing, right? If you got a good story and you got good source material, it's going to come across. Right. Well, let's not forget Liam Nelson. Nelson. Nielsen. Nielsen. No. Liam Neeson. Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Rob Roy, did not, motherfucker. I'm right. He did not lose any children in this movie. That he did not. <laughs> so he did not. He achieved success. He was he was excellent too. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was. He was. He, was. he just he was short lived. Like yeah. all. I remember yeah. before I went to see it, Justice Gray, my you know one of my best friends. He uh, he had seen it, and I was like, look, man, don't don't tell me nothing. I don't want to know nothing about it. And I said, as long as uh, as long as you know Qui Gon and and Darth Maul you know, makes it to the end, I'll be all right. He's like, well, yeah, you're, you're going to be real happy then. So I was like, damn, I didn't realize both of them got killed. Yeah. Oh crap. Yeah. I, I forgot. Anthony Daniels was in those older movies too. Or the, the prequels, another super icon. You can just yeah. see one part of that. Yeah. R- robot. Yeah. Uh, yep. And you know what it is. Who yeah. It is, what's the deal. Yeah. Yep. I really want Mark Hamill on the show. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Listen, man. No, no, no. I got I got to say this out. I got to get it out. A lot of I listen to a lot of podcasts. Some people want The Rock. Some people want this other person, this, you know, whatever. If if I could just get Mark Hamill to come to Southern Ohio. He's the Joker. I'd love it. Listen, I'm going to tell you whatever it takes to get Mark Hamill here. Yeah, I will do it. We'll listen, pick him up at the airport. Listen, if I got to give a <laughs> if I got to give a meth head a hand job or, or, oh, I, no, no, or whatever no, no, no. I got to do, if I got to take no. meth to get that or hand whatever just, I got to do, I, just take a Zantac. You'll get, fill the test. Let's get Mark Hamill in this place because I, mean, I couldn't handle it. I'd stroke I, out and die. I, right? I mean, just geez, I I'm uh, ah man. I, we're I, I follow him on Twitter, and I'd like to say we're friends, but he doesn't respond to anything. <laughs> Ever <laughs> sounds like one of my marriages. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I want I want to wrap this I want to wrap this episode up with a uh, personal invitation to Mark Hamill. He is welcome here anytime, uh, and I know he's not listening. So <laughs> we're wrapping this up. Yeah, yeah, we have to Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, Game, of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Let's uh, just do. Why don't we do a live while Game of Thrones before, is on? We'll oh, would that be funny? Listen before before we get out of here. I gotta, I gotta know what you guys think. Who's who's sitting on the Iron Throne after today? Oh, John, John, John yeah, Snow. Yeah. I'm Team John. That's the obvious yeah. answer, but it is the answer. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> could be Gendry. Yeah, man. I don't know. Arya. I listen. No. Arya is the sleeper pick, but I think I think it's going to be Sansa. Who's go- you know? I'm, I I'm I'm in agreement on that because there's a big part of me that says that she's learned from Littlefinger. And she's playing this. I think it's going to be this Sansa. way. You I know. Think who kills Daenerys? I think Arya takes Arya, Daenerys. Yeah. Out. No, no, no. The 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 best part of killing Daenerys would be if Jamie didn't die, and now he's the Queen Slayer. Yeah. So I think I got this all imagined out. I got I got Arya killing Daenerys. Yeah. Drogon killing Arya. Jon oh, Snow. Jon Snow dying, trying to kill Drogon, and Drogon dying oh, in the middle of this, yeah, yeah. and Sansa sweeping up the remains and taking yeah. her. That's what I got. That's what I'm. Yeah, because she's always been interested in. Yeah, so I, that's uh, what I'm. That's where I'm at with it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, John really doesn't want it anyway. I hope I'm wrong. Does, I, I hope John does it. But does Tyrion make it to the end of the episode? I don't think so. 
Peter Dinklage said that it all ends beautifully for for uh, for Tyrion. So, last so I, yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. he ends up dying. last week. Yeah, I he drinks him. and he knows things. I'm, I'm right on. I'm on his. He's I'm not team, very good. I'm team. No, he's been awful, it's hasn't he? His, uh, is it, is it weird to say I'm team Peter? <laughs> Mike, I, I knew that. Yeah, we surprised any of us. I think Paul and I have, have a separate podcast. We talked about that oh, one time. No. It, it totally got lost on me last week that uh, that uh, um, Varys was trying to poison her. Me too. Until I, until somebody mentioned it on the thing, oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, it yeah, makes. Yeah. I missed it because he was like, he was like, well, she's not. The little girl said she's not eating, and he's like, well, what? Uh, you know, there's great reward yeah. with great risk, and we'll try again like, later. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. And, He's just kind of concerned about her eating habits or whatnot. And it's like, no, dude. And yeah. then somebody mentioned that on the internet. I'm like, son of a yep. bitch. I, I, I know we're all over the it. place, but where where did the letter go? Where Who was he writing that to? I don't know. I I had assumed Sansa, but Sansa already knew all that. So yeah. that really, where do you send that? And he burned it. Did it we, yes. but, but then he put a, when you cover flames like that, it, they go out. Yeah. So he didn't yeah. burn up all. He also yeah. took all of his rings and everything off and put them in that. He knew he was a goner. Yeah, I just yeah. wondered. I wonder what the significance of taking those off was. I don't know. Who else was he close to before at the beginning? Who else is there that, that he could have been sending that to? I wonder what. I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know the significance of the little girl that walked in the room. I don't know if she was like a. Was she was poisoned. One of the little she birds. Was she one was supposed to yeah, be yeah. poisoned. She was taking the poison to the queen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I missed yeah. that. Already. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was. He was totally trying to poison her. I missed it too. Yeah. And then look back on it. Wow. He said, we'll try again so later. Much. And I'm going to have to watch the whole thing. And over she again. said, she did. She said the, the soldiers were watching her and, oh, and Varys okay. like, well, of course they're watching you. Yeah. What's wrong wow. with you, idiot? This, this episode has been all over the place with game of Thrones and star Wars <laughs> that my head is literally about to explode. Does of course, Jason Momoa make an appearance today? <laughs> I think we're safe. I don't Aquaman. Think, you think? I don't Aquaman. Think now we're going DC. Pe- what is this? Pe- people are people are saying that that you know Drogon is him reincarnated. Maybe possibly. you know what? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm, I hate, listen, one last thought. You said DC. Did you see that they cast Robert Pattinson to do the new Batman? I th- did yes. they? Or were they just talking about? No, they did. Right. Why and now the people are petitioning that? to get the the girl from Twilight to do the. No, Christmas no, no, no. Listen, no. man, I'm done with DC, man. <laughs> I am too. I'm done with them. Why? What, what pissed you off, Pattinson? What? It could be. Look, somebody Paul, made stop, a good stop. Paul. Pa- I, people made a good argument when people were upset. About uh, Christian Bell as Batman or Heath Ledger, there was a lot of things. So who knows? Listen, Batman, <laughs> Batman can't be running around glittering in the in the sunlight. It's a different. And I'm going to I'm going to edit that part where I say I'm Batman <laughs> to sound really good because I'm not Batman. I don't like Batman is my only favorite. Cool. I mean, really, Batman is my only favorite in in he's all of DC. Only, he's your only favorite. Yeah, I like Superman better than Batman. Anyway, I don't. I think uh, Superman, Kal-El, really Titans. <laughs> yeah, and. You know who's playing Batman in that? Ian Glenn. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I did see um, that. Jorah. Yeah. Jorah the Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> Jorah Jora died in the friend yeah. zone. But he's oh, a, poor guy. He's going to play Batman. And What would Mark Hamill do? Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could get him in here and ask him his opinion. What was his? What, what, Somebody, his somebody's going to nail me to a cross. I mean, a, a cross. Nail me to the- <laughs> This is getting so bad. We're out of control. This is what happens when you get. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Had a, I've only this, had a couple I, drinks. This has to be my fault. I, this doesn't go like this every week. I apologize. <laughs> it's not. It's a, it's not as good every week as it was. Oh, I did. I, 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 I didn't, didn't say that. Paul, that. Paul, Paul, I it was didn't implied. Say that. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know. But I will say this, and and I'm, I, I got to be careful not to peek because I'm getting too excited here. But um, I got to say, yes, Star Wars has developed so much over the years, artistically, creatively. It's created so many great actors. Um, it's it's put actors in in places that just were just fantastic. Um, I look, I really cannot say anything that does anything justice as far as what any of these actors and storyline people, um, talented people, everybody involved in Star Wars has has done. But um, if you're an artist. I'm sure you're already familiar with everything that goes on with Star Wars, but uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm glad that Scott's here and, you know, I'll I'll deal with Paul and his Star Trek (laughs) comments. They tackled uh, a lot of social issues. It was groundbreaking. How to have sex with aliens and stuff like that. I am not a Trekkie or a Trekker. Paul won't be back next week. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm That's kidding. Hurtful. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, actually, what do we have? Next, uh, is next, next recording June 9th or do we got one in between there? I can't do much. I'm not good. I, 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 I drank too you much. You got one in between. Tomorrow's, today's the All right, 19th, all right. Because so. we got, we do have an exciting one coming up yep. June 9th. That'll be fun. Doing a remote. Yeah. It'll, it'll be on the road with Ooh. Mike and Paul. That's going to be interesting. interesting. <laughs> so, um, I'm hoping you're enjoying these, uh, these episodes and, uh, you know, hit the, hit the like button, subscribe. If you're not, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's YouTube. See there. I'm getting everything. Everything just jacked today, up. Mike. Yeah. No, I, I, I kind of boogered that, that up. That sound effect. Jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. That's all I got. Good to have you. Hey, thanks for having me. It no, was good it to was see you guys. Thanks for coming. That's what she said. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I get to come back and do this again. Oh, if if, there's, oh, yeah, a, if yeah. there's a meth head yeah. here to jerk off <laughs> to get more ammo in the building. We're not shut down. <laughs> we're not shut down after this. Yeah. We'll see. We I got lost no, all of our sponsors. I got no skin in this game. Wait so. a minute. <laughs> Apple and Disney have, have like a relationship. So maybe we should be nice to Disney. Not. <laughs> I don't care. I'm, I'm, uh, you guys are on your own on that. I'm, yeah. I feel like that they're going to do a good job with this. Yeah, maybe. I'm excited about Maybe the show. Will. I'm excited I'm just, about all of it. No pressure from this guy near Masseyville, Ohio, saying, "Hey, get it right, guys." The first Pirates of Caribbean was great, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They've done a lot of good things. This Star Wars is it, mm, it's, yeah, big, it's sacred, man. It's sacred. It is sacred. It's iconic. That's a good word, yeah. And that's uh, that's something that all artists, yeah, should should yeah. would be so lucky to be part of. It's like it's the equivalent of the Beatles' White Album, or or you know. The Mona Lisa or something. It's an iconic film yep. franchise yep. and it, it does, it transcends yep. Yep, all the art that goes into it. Yep. So. I, uh, that's all I got, man. All right. We're just going to keep going. I still, I, I got a new glass of beer. Drink it, he will. We'll, we'll talk about, <laughs> we'll talk about uh, Game of Thrones tomorrow. It's, it'll be interesting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So nice. everybody go enjoy. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get this out for you Thursday, most likely. Uh, Ghost maybe by sits Friday. on the Iron Throne. Oh, please let it happen. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to go. We'll see you later. Thanks. Thanks, Mike.